My guest today is the singer for the prog metal group Between the Buried and Me. He's also released his second solo album called Modern Noise. I'd like to welcome Thomas Giles to the show. Hey, it's Tommy. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So is it is it Thomas, Tom, Tommy? What do you prefer? Uh, I, I prefer Tommy. Obviously, with the record, it's Thomas Giles. Right. <laughs> but yeah, in, in, real, in real life, Tommy. You know, you go by Thomas Giles only as opposed to Thomas Rogers. You know, when did that decision happen, and what made you do that when you started off the solo projects and everything? Um, well, when I did, when I started the the first record, I was, I, I wanted people to know it was a solo record of mine, but Tom, Thomas Rogers didn't sound right, or Tommy Rogers, and Giles was my middle name. Right. So, um, Thomas Giles just seemed to sound better, flow a little better. Yeah, it sounds I, like a good front man name, for sure. Uh, how, how have you been doing? And and I guess gearing up for the holidays now, releasing a record. How's that been? Yeah, good. Everything's been great. Uh, yeah, been busy getting the record all together. Um, I've kind of been experiencing the whole getting, preparing the record and pushing it and getting it all. You know, doing music videos and right. You know, I got the vinyl in yesterday, which I'm doing on my own. So I'm excited about that. And uh, the band's in full force writing, so that's been taking up most of my time. And we're almost finished writing a new record that we'll record next year. And I have a two-year-old, so I'm a dad all day, every day. And uh, yeah, so not a whole lot of time for anything else. So uh, album comes out tomorrow, the November yep. 25th. Uh, you know, uh, I often like to, if I can time it right, when a band releases an album like that, I like to try and find out, you know, what is release day like for you and and you know what do you do those first few days and is it is sort of crazy or the album's out and then you can just sort of you know close your eyes how does that work um yeah i normally don't really think much of it i'm like i know i try to promote on my end and hopefully get some people to go pick it up and you know i i used to always go to stores and look for everything but over the years that just kind of gets depressing because you'll go to stores and it's not there. Well, where, which store? Which <laughs> store do you go you just to feel now defeated. anyway? <clears throat> well, I, I'm actually, I'm trying to, I live in California now. Um, yes, you got like few, Amoeba and stuff. Yeah, I have Amoeba, which normally always has it, which is, I'm actually going up there tomorrow to give them some records. So I'll be up there tomorrow. Um, yeah, but yeah, I normally just go try to find it and, you know, read some feedback online, and hopefully it doesn't depress me too much. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but there's not a whole, not a whole lot. Uh, I normally don't do too much besides that. Right. So, I mean, it's been busy time for you anyway with the release of the Between the Buried and Me live album, which I'll get to yeah. as well. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, what brought you to put out Modern Noise, which which the album is called now, and and how long were you working on it? Um. I guess I wrote it, I'm really bad about time, but uh, I think I wrote it in a, probably like three, four, three, four months, but uh, most of it I wrote, I wrote it pretty quickly, actually. Um, I wrote almost the whole record on the road with Between the Bear and Me, so, you know, even though I was getting ideas together those four months, I really only <clears throat> grinded on it probably for a month or two. Um, so yeah, it was just, you know, my schedule every day was wake up on the road and you know, eat breakfast and start working on my record. And, hmm. you know, that, that it was a really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed having that schedule. Um, I really felt like I was at work every day, which right. it's something that's important for me on the road because I do tend to get bored and feel like I'm wasting my time, especially as I get older. So 
that, that really helped me, um, and it really helped the record. I think it 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 really organically happened. You know, I would just start writing every morning, and whatever happened happened. And you know, a lot of cool ideas happened because of that. And you know, a lot of things didn't work as well, but you know, that's part of it. But yeah, um, I I did Pulse a few years ago, and you know, that was that was something that. You know, I wrote over a long period of time just because I didn't know if I was going to actually do a record. You know, it was something I was kind of testing the waters on my own and not really telling anybody I was working on. So right. um, it was that record was really me trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do. And this record, I you know, I jumped right in. I knew exactly where I wanted to go. I knew, you know, I was a lot, definitely a lot more comfortable writing that style of music right now. Uh, and it just it feels like a part of me. You know, and it. it because it happened quickly, I think just shows even more how much it is a part of how I write. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a different record, especially from what the band does. And so when you're writing yeah. that on the road, uh, I wondered, uh, you know, are you showing them some of the ideas and and how do they view this kind of music with what you guys do regularly? All the, all the guys seem to enjoy it. Um, when I write, I never, I never really let anybody hear it. Hmm. Mainly because my demos sound like crap, <laughs> <laughs> and and I know it's not it's not anywhere to it's not ready for anyone to listen to. Right. But um, yeah, I, you know, I have a lot of support from the band, and you know, vice versa on any projects any of the guys do. You know, I think we're all we all know our priorities. You know, and and the band is always first, and you know, I'm, I always try to write in between time you know the great thing about riding on the road is the band's never riding when we're on the road so you know i have so much free time to just really devote all my energy into the solo material and then like right now when i'm home you know 100 percent goes into writing for the for the band when you were on the road writing the record was it intentional <clears throat> with i want to write i know i want to write an album during this tour or you wrote just to see what happened well, I first started, I, I did a score last year um, for a movie, and I wrote, that we were in Europe, and I wrote most of the score on the road, and I really, that was like the first time I've ever really been super productive on the road as far as writing, and I really enjoyed it, so when the time came for me to start working on a solo record, I, I was like, I, you know, that worked, I really enjoyed it, so that that's just how it went with it. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, about your songwriting process, actually... Well, how did the songs come to you? Rather, is it is it always the same? Is it music first, lyrics first? It really depends. I mean, sometimes, for instance, "Psych in the Bad Blood" that that drum beat and riff I had in my, I got in my head while I was walking my dog, and I recorded me singing it into a voice note, and that became the song. Hmm. You know, and in certain things, you know, the cool thing about this kind of music is, you know, you can write a whole song based off a riff. So a lot of times, I'll just be noodling around on my guitar and a riff will really start to form and you know I'll, just, I'll go with it and write a song you know sometimes with electronic stuff I'll just really start from scratch and, and build on sounds and ideas and it's slowly built into something and then I kind of can see a song out of it and um, yeah so it really depends and sometimes a vocal melody will come to me and I'll re you know record that into a voice note or something so yeah I have a, I have a, I have a lot of methods and um I try to, if something just pops in my head or something sounds cool, I'll mess around at home on guitar or something, I'll, I'll either film it or, or record it because I will forget it in like two minutes. So 
Yeah, it's um, nice these days to have that tool, right? I mean, it used it, to be. It really to... is, yeah. I mean, when we were writing the first, like, Between the Barry record or anything back then, you know, it, we didn't record anything. It was just, we would have to remember every single thing we were working yeah. on. And it was, <laughs> it was such a chore. So it, it's very nice to be able to, you know, record ideas and. And it's great to reflect on them later because sometimes you'll go back to them and you're like, oh, that's terrible. So, yeah. so you know, sometimes when you just go right into it, you you can write things that aren't that you know that aren't that great. You mentioned Siphon the Bad Blood, which you also just released a video for. So, yeah. what uh, what is that song about, actually? That song is about my fear of death. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah, just it's it's basically that. I think everybody that knows me knows that's something that I struggle with and. You know, it's it's kind of me struggling with that in a song. I mean, it's most of the subject matter on the album that kind of way, or or what did you <clears> approach <throat> sort of thematically throughout the record? Um, I, I really went song by song, like what what really fits the song. And um, I had a few ideas before uh, I even started. I knew I wanted to write a song for my son, so that that's on the record. That's the one that no one can pronounce. It's just random text. Bunch of letters and numbers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was actually, you know, he typed that on my keyboard once when he was little. So that, that uh, yeah, that, that song's for him. And, you know, there's a few, you know, there's a song about, which I'm sure you can relate, you have a two-year-old, the, the fear of putting your child out into the world when they get older, when, sure. you know, when there's school shootings and, you know, just horrible things can randomly happen. You know, it's, it's you don't want to be an overprotective father, but at the same time, you're you're constantly thinking about that. Devilness. Devilness. Yeah, that's okay. that's what that's about. Yeah, that's and it. there's, you know, I try. You know, most of the lyrics are very personal. You know, and uh, but there are a few kind of. I really like writing stories. Obviously, it's between the pair and me. So there there is that aspect in a few of the songs, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a eclectic group of songs musically and lyrically and you know, I think it can yeah no cool. it's it's a great album man really different and and, and really you, you know surprising kind of left turns at every corner which is uh you know you don't expect that coming from you with with the, the band but it's um yeah very cool stuff I, everybody should pick it up comes out tomorrow uh, or Thank November you. 25th whenever you anyone hears this um <laughs> you know what uh what sort of influences drive you to this type of music and and the you know between the very to me music what's your background what do you listen to um my background is metal you know i grew up on metal you know i started the 80s metal and, went and gradually got heavier and heavier um but you know over the years you know obviously I, just like all the guys in the band we, we just love i love music you know i love everything from jazz to, to rock to some bluegrass you know everything you know so but I think the biggest connection I have is with, you know, like bands like the Beatles and Queen and Radiohead is one of my all-time favorite bands. Yeah. And, you know, I really like a lot of, I still like extreme metal. Um, the only kind of extreme metal I really listen to a lot still is black metal. Um, I've been a huge black metal fan for years, and I really like a lot of the experimental stuff, <clears throat> like Dot Ein's Garden Over and, you know, working guard and all that stuff. Uh, but the faster, the better in my book. There's a lot of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's all over the place. You know, I try to... I, I've, I've recently started doing a daily album <clears throat> on Twitter, so I've, I've kind of been giving the fans 
you know, idea what I'm listening to every day. So yeah, I try to. I'm a, I'm a huge music lover, and I try to listen to it every day at some point. Um, and I, I like listening to albums. I don't like listening to random songs. I like starting from song one and going all to the end. Yeah, it's a lost art, but when you can do it, it's, yeah. uh, it certainly is a payoff. I mean, it's it's the way it, yeah. it was intended for sure. Uh, let's let's get to the live album, which you guys just put out uh, live at the Fidelatorium, if I'm saying it right, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. which is the whole last uh, Future Sequence album live, but done in a studio setting. Is that how it went down? Yeah, it was. It was it was cool. Um, it started off very stressful because I actually it, we were finishing up with a tour, and it was the first time in my entire career I've ever lost my voice, and. Uh, so we had to cancel the actual DVD shoot and we scheduled it for a few weeks later. And, um, yeah, I was super sick. I forget what exactly I had, but it was, it was horrible. And, um, so yeah, we just went into the studio and, you know, we filmed us playing the record all the way through and it was really, it was a really fast, I don't even, it's weird, I don't really remember it that much because it was so fast and it was, you know, so much work and, and you know, crammed into one day right. and then we did us and then we did us uh, another day of some alternate streams you know with with a little orchestra and, and some auxiliary musicians and stuff so yeah but it, it was a it was a really cool experience and I think it, it gives our fans a, a real close look at you know that record and a real personal a personal feel to the creation of it and kind of seeing us in the studio playing it I think a unique way to express it rather than just the typical live show. Yeah, no, it's really different. But when you say you were sick and you had to cancel this video shoot, so was it originally supposed to be in front of an audience and then you ended up doing it this way instead? No, no, no. It, it was it was always intended the way it was. We just okay. I, we couldn't film and do it because because of me. Um, but yeah, we we never intended to do it in front of an audience. It, it was it weird performing it like that with no audience. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but at, at that time we we've been touring a lot. I think it would have been really weird if we hadn't if we'd been off the road for a while. But right. you know, at, the, at that point we were very, you know, we were playing every night, and you know, our chops were all up and everything. So yeah, it was it was definitely it was different. It was weird. Um, yeah, because you guys feed off the audience a lot. I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's yeah, definitely. It's yeah, it dev- you know, the, it, the energy is, is different. But you know, we were wanting to just—it was more a showcase of the music and kind of like we were recording it live. Because um, essentially, that's what we were doing. Yeah. So yeah, it was just a totally different process. What uh, you, what about the new material? You said you're writing now, and and so how's that yeah. going? And and when can it's, we expect something new? Um, yeah, it's going really well. We're we're finishing up with, you know, the skeletons of all the songs. Um, we still have a lot of work to do. You know, we we always record before we record, so you know, there's a lot that goes into it. And um, yeah, it sounded really cool, and it's going to be out next year. It's it's a very different record for us. It's not as heavy, but it's still very between the bed. I mean, um, I think not everybody's going to know what to expect which uh, is how we like it and hopefully how our fans like it. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun record. Is there um sort of a pressure with with the band to keep the same sort of style uh you know the the I guess the the 
complexity of the songs and, and maybe even the growl vocals and stuff that you guys throw in? Like, you know, you have bands like Opeth that maybe went a, a little bit away from that. So yeah. uh, do you guys feel like you want to go in different directions or you have to stay one certain way? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we always want to go in new directions. I think any band, if you've had a career as long as ours, you, you know, you, you want to push yourself. You want to keep yourself you know, interested and, you know, you don't want to release the same record over and over. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're always trying to find new ways to, to try new things and, <clears throat> but at the same time, make it a natural part of us. Um, but there is that pressure. You just kind of have to, you have to really just block it out and, and what feels right for you. And, um, and I think we have a, a, a nice grasp of what our fans like and, you know, hopefully everything would they'll enjoy, and um, we're very, very lucky for for what we have as far as our fan base goes. They, you know, I think they expect us to try new things, and a lot of bands don't have that. Sure. And um, you know, we're very lucky, and so I think us really pushing ourselves and getting wild sometimes, people encourage it, and you know, we've. You know, I think the the more melodic side of us. You know, is a big, a big draw to us, and I think a lot of our fans enjoy that as much as the heavy stuff. So I think just, you know, we just at this point we just want to write the best songs we can. You know, I, I think that's that's our goal, and uh, that's just the way we approach it. When did the uh, the last tour end? Um, you've been off the road. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, I'm really bad about time frames, but I, feel, I think it's been like three months, four months, something like that. The last thing we did was the DVD, actually. So, any yeah. uh, any interesting stories from the last tour? Did you guys play any anywhere crazy? Any any new places? Something interesting that went down? Um, the last tour, I don't really have any stories from the last tour. I mean, it was you know at this point a good tour to me is when it goes smoothly and you don't have any stories. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was great. I mean, the last time anything really bad happened to us on the road we were in a bus fire in Europe which um, wow. the song the song M3 on the solo record is actually about that yeah we, we thought our lives were ending and that was pretty frightening we were on tour for free in Europe and um, we were all asleep it was in the middle of the night and basically our bus I guess the engine caught on fire and um, so basically we just woke up to our driver telling us to run out and we are all you know the bus was full of smoke and we all run out and climbed up this weird wet hill because it was pouring rain and we're on our underwear and it's freezing and we just watched our bus burn and luckily um, the fire department got there pretty pretty fast and got it out and no gear was hurt uh, some personal items were hurt a little bit but um, yeah, but we were very very fortunate but yeah it was very uh, it was frightening at least everything turned out alright but but the, the the positive of it is now I have a story to tell in interviews because there always, you go well that's it I mean people, you know. people always yeah people always want stories and, and we don't have a lot of stories you know my now, you know pretty, there's no there's yeah. no stories like there was with the bands from the seventies and eighties anymore exactly. everything is so normal yeah, yeah. I know I, I mean I don't party or anything and <laughs> as I told you earlier my day was writing music every day so yeah it's not very exciting. <laughs> well, listen, man, uh, it was really great talking to you and, and hearing about everything. I wish you all the best with, with everything, the new album, the, the baby, you, upcoming album, all that stuff. So, uh, well, you know, have a great it. holidays, and, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. All right, do well. Thank you. All right, man. Bye.
I'd like to thank Thomas for the interview. We're going to play a track off of Modern Noise. This is Siphon the Bad Blood. For more information on upcoming interviews, please check theparkreport.com. Thanks.